0: Rewind, Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind.
1: Good evening. Welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael Matuning bill It's good to be with you this Wednesday. Tonight, we tell a story of triumph, of winning, of success against all odds. I have two guests for you that I will introduce right after this. Know your rights. Know the law. The Law Report with Michael Matuning bill Welcome to The Law Report. Um, Time now is uh, eight o'clock. And like every other Wednesday, we're talking law. And tonight, we're tackling the issue or the topic of law from a different perspective. And we're talking to two people who have engaged with the law and emerged victorious. My first guest um, has engaged differently with the law relative to my second guest. My first guest actually handled her own divorce. And for that divorce, had to learn law just to be able to enforce and and get her rights. And I think that's a story that represents winning at its best because it tells us just how much power we have as individuals. My second guest um, is going to talk to us about how he was orphaned at a very young age and went through many struggles to become a lawyer. So here are two stories, both of which are just a good representation of triumph. So those are my two guests. If uh, this is a topic, um, I, I I would definitely think that we all should draw inspiration from from this topic. And I look forward to uh, you engaging with uh, with my guest. You can you can do so by dialing 959. Let me introduce my first guest, uh, Notando uh, Migeri. Uh, Notando, good evening, and thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me. Good evening to the listeners.
1: I mean, you know, uh, I, I I introduced you as. As as somebody who sort of grabbed the the bull by its horns, taught herself law, and actually used th- those lessons and and those teachings to actually run your own case, yes. and th- and that's 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 a story because I mean you know I, I, as a law report sometimes we. We go through great lengths and, you know, often we talk about, for example, divorce. And we, we say, this is the advice and that's the advice. But I mean, it's easier said than done. You have to teach yourself. this. tell us about that. Maybe maybe tell us about, you know, what, what led you, for example, to not get help?
0: Well, firstly, it divorce is very expensive yeah so (laughs) no kidding oh yeah you guys cost a bunch and i wasn't ready to sell a kidney or liver or anything you know at that time so the next best thing was a diy yeah and i had done a lot of research online so i'm very big on research and you know information age so i just went online and i started looking up information i did Physical visits to my local uh, court, (laughs) and I engaged with the uh, officials there. Um, I had a friend or two that were lawyers, but not necessarily specialists in divorce, and so they were like, best bet is to just you know go back to court and just find out you know what needs to happen, and so that, and also other legal um, platforms uh, on social media, just engaging, reading people's stories, and just trying to find out who did what, when, what was the outcome. So just putting all of that together is what helped me um, get my case done and, you know, presented before a judge and having the marriage dissolved, as it were.
1: (laughs) And and, and I think sometimes when we talk about, um, you know, your triumph, um, it's not, it wasn't just you overcoming um, um, the law itself, but it was also you overcoming and dealing with, the emotions that come with divorce what what you know what led you to um getting to a point where you're saying actually enough is enough and how did you deal with that because that certainly would have been something that required something of a stamina and strength and wisdom and guidance and i guess a shoulder or you know
0: all of the above all of the above well so i wasn't married to a horrible person i was married to an amazing person yeah we just were not great for each other anymore after a while mm-hmm. and sometimes especially as africans we are taught that a, a woman we are big as it no matter what yeah and the happiness the fulfillment and everything that speaks to the general wealth um of 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 emotions healthy emotions particularly for the woman is 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 basically disregarded and i decided that i needed and and there wasn't anybody that was going to fight for me to get that back except me and to get what back to get my joy back to get my happiness back to get notando back right and I, I, there wasn't anybody that was going to do that for me, so I needed to do that for myself. But I also felt that it was, it was right and it was fair for one of us to release the both of us so that we could both be great as individuals and just be happier with you know other people. And uh, emotionally, it's not the easiest of things. For me particularly, spe- I had spent a decade of my life with this person or in this institution of marriage.
1: Yeah, so you've been together... F- uh, for a decade, and, and earlier when we were offline, I asked you, um, and 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 this is interesting, and 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 I, and I hope I get to capture this as purely as it came out when we were discussing it <laughs> offline. Yeah. You said that getting a divorce was one of the most liberating feelings that you've ever felt in your life. Yes. And I asked you if that was the most liberating feeling. How would you describe getting married?
0: Getting married was the ultimate fulfillment of a childhood dream and a childhood fantasy as a as a young girl i dreamt of my wedding day and my wedding dress and just being a princess and then being the best wife ever television played a great influence on that you know in showing us how or what a great wife is she she cooks well she cleans well she's very domesticated and she's rewarded with flowers and hugs and kisses and you know things like that so that for me was you know initially what marriage was Mm -hmm. I got married very early as well well relatively early i was about 23 24 when i got married you, you think that's really <laughs> uh, honey yes <laughs> i the truth is i hadn't found myself as as notando and, yeah. and and just as an adult
1: yeah yeah well well i i i, I suppose i mean um, that that's a that's a discussion in, in and of itself because mm-hmm. often you know 23 you think that's sort of the age but but perhaps the answer is there is no age it's just your maturity and your readiness and and, and um, th- those kinds of things because, yes. I mean, um, I, 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 I grew up in the townships and a lot of um, my friends, um, my age, right, would have kids that are in their 20s, which, and my firstborn is five, right? Yes. And it's different how somebody would have, you know, my friend, same age, same everything. And, and and now that I'm grown up, I'm kind of like, man, I wish I had a 20-year-old kid, <laughs> right? Because it, it, it,
0: it would have been cheaper and for you then to raise your child. <laughs> potentially,
1: <laughs> potentially. but I mean, it just goes to show how they would have probably had kids, I don't know, um, 17, 18, 19, yeah. right? And, and, and they would have been ready because they did become good fathers and good mothers, et cetera, et cetera. So it's the, the readiness for marriage is... It, 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 it's relative. It, yeah, you know. So, so it, it's interesting that you consider twenty three to be, um, uh, to be that. If you've just joined us, I'm talking to uh, Notando Miguel and we we really just talking about the story of triumph, and and her story is f- for me, and I and no doubt, hopefully for you, one that actually just shows you how we can just win, and 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 she won the law. Often the people look at the law as something that is intimidating, and perhaps it is, and perhaps it is deliberately so designed. But it is complex. It is a whole. You know, I find I find, for example, um, it difficult, and and how that works, and how I'm able to talk to you um, via, you know, pff, I guess, mms, email. Uh, so that's complex, and because I'm not trained in it, it's more complex. But but here's here's Notando. Have you know? Wanting to divorce, having to deal with the emotional issues and difficulties and challenges that come with ending a, a decade-long marriage, but also now having to learn a different discipline to in order to be able to self-help, and and I thought that was quite a remarkable story. So, if you if you want to weigh in on our discussion, do you give us a call. The number to dial oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. So, 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 step back. Y- you were talking about some of the things that. You're married, but it's not it's not you're not a bad person. you're not an animal. you're a good person. We're just not working. but you touched on tradition yes as as one of the things that y- you going into marriage had sort of understood as been your role,
0: yes, so as a young girl, and I think a lot of African women or girls that are raised on the African continent will relate to this that. First of all, you have to be domesticated. Growing up, you, you, you're forced to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. You will embarrass us when you get married. So those are the things that are thrown at you. Thankfully for me, I didn't have those kind of statements thrown at me growing up. But you know, one does not grow uh, in isolation. You're raised by a village. And so there are some, certain places that I'll go to that you will embarrass us if you don't learn how to cook. I I then had to learn how to cook, which I do very well and I enjoy. Um, But also, you know, tradition says you marry to serve a man. You marry to be a good wife. You marry to be uh, a wife that knows how to cook, clean, and keep her husband happy at home. If you don't do that, he's going to leave. And when he leaves, you have failed as a woman. You have failed to serve. And so, going through the motions of, okay, so if I leave, what, is it, what does it mean? How does society look at me? Have I failed? And religion also, I think religion and, and, and culture both play a role because, you know, uh, God hates divorce, so am I going to hell? Have I disappointed God? I have so much reverence for God. I love God. You know, I believe he's my creator. I don't want to let him down. You know, so all of that came into play in a very major way. And it, it just made it that much more difficult for me to exit quicker than I I, I should have.
1: So, so, so you're sitting in a marriage and you are admittedly unhappy. Yes. And what's playing in your mind is I'm going to disappoint God.
0: And family.
1: And family.
0: And be an embarrassment. Mm-hmm.
1: And how failure. do you then overcome that? In other words, what was the thing that made you say, all right, Despite that, I'm still going to do it. Alternatively, um well, factually I'm not disappointing them, or or how do you rationalize or deal with that conundrum to a point where you're able to say, All right, now I'm going to find a way to get divorced?
0: When my mental health begin to suffer drastically, I'm talking just breaking down and just crying out of nowhere for no reason at some of the most awkward places mm-hmm. and just a, a a a general sense of being unwell and unhappy depression right that's when and and I'd i'd experienced depression before you before know, marriage? marriage uh well early on in my marriage mm-hmm. but that was not because of the marriage it was another thing that so i I had I've got great respect for mental health practitioners. So I went to counselling. I had to get therapy. Is this
1: how you talk about the first time around or the, the second the time? The first
0: time around and the second time right. around. So I, I, having had success the first time around, I thought, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go back to people that know what they what they do. I need somebody that will speak to my mind and just help me, you know, unpack things and, and, and clutter my mind and just deal with my emotions. And so first port of call was going to a therapist and only once i had things figured out and sorted out in my head and in my heart and my emotions were in check then i spoke to my family i spoke to my parents first because i felt that you know my my biggest fear was that i didn't want to be an embarrassment to my parents i have such amazing parents who have been the most wonderful and i i will do anything for them and if they had said stay i would have stayed their happiness and whatever else meant everything and means everything to me. Like, I would have sacrificed my joy for them. But my dad, uh, I remember my dad uh, saying to me, you're not an embarrassment. You have never been an embarrassment. We are so proud of you. We are so proud of the strength. And because a lot of things that I was going through, I hadn't shared with them. And so once that came to light, you know, my parents just embraced me and, and they were super supportive. So much so that I wish I had come out much earlier, you mm-hmm. know. And so once I, 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 I got that support from my parents to say, you're not an embarrassment. We love you. We got you. And if anybody comes after you, we're going after them. Mm -hmm. That for me was all I needed. That I drew strength from that. And so that's what then gave me the strength emotionally to now say, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm going for this and I'm doing this. I think getting myself in check emotionally first made it A lot easier for me to go through the physical motions that come through with going up and down to court and things like that for a divorce and
1: and 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 so then the 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 family support was that the biggest enabler for you to overcome the emotional turmoil that comes with uh, uh, taking a decision to get divorced is is, is that is that sort of for me yes
0: for me yes because Also, I then, you know, I've got children and their well-being obviously is is everything to me and my children are really still small. So just knowing that I wouldn't be alone. I would have and I still have the support of my family to help me in raising the children to just be a support for me and the children because, you know, the divorce happened between the two of us However it also has a great impact on the children You know the, the, the life as they know it The life is, that they were born into Is different So mm-hmm. just whilst I'm still dealing with myself Because the healing doesn't happen overnight it's, you know, it's not a switch And the emotional well-being doesn't get to 100 all the time And stay there So times when I would just need a break To just go away and, 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 and recoup And build myself up again My children needed somebody to take care of And my parents I've always been. My siblings are amazing. So Mm. that for me is what I needed. So so
1: family, so it wasn't just your parental support, it was just sort of even the the whole... The my whole family, yes, yeah. yes
0: my my brother, my sister, my aunts, my sisters in law
1: <laughs> wow, okay, <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly <laughs> enough, yeah um, <laughs> they so, still are very supportive of me, so yeah, and it's a
1: good thing because yeah. even you know, after the divorce, because there's children involved yes you 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 also related something that a lot of people do tend to forget yeah. so now you at a point where you've dealt with the emotional issues, mm-hmm. I guess, to, to an extent, yeah. but also the fears, which could be self-created or not about what's my family going to say, what's society going to say. You've now overcome that and now it's time to take the decision, but also the steps yes. to see it through. Where did you start?
0: So where I first went to was my my court, mm-hmm. the, the closest to me. And I got this pack of information. Mm-hmm. It's a pack of right. information. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm, I'm very good, you know, with reading English and, and I believe I comprehend it very well. But when I got that pack, I literally sat in the parking lot of the court and I wept. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't bring myself to understand some of the things that were there. And not necessarily because they were very difficult to comprehend and it's it's words that I had never heard before, but I think the context of it and the reality of, oh, wow, okay, it is actually happening. I have these papers in my hands and the questions that are coming at me. I think the biggest question for me on that paper was, state your reasons for divorce. And they give you such a long list of options and things like that. And it's kind of like a multiple choice. And I thought, wow, wow the ending of my marriage is reduced to almost a multiple choice uh, selection of answers. And there were also, you know, issues surrounding um, settlement and maintenance. And now you have to go through the motions of, okay, so we're going to literally break apart everything that we've built together over the past decade, who gets what, who gets what, who gets the children, who gets the dog, who gets the cat, you know, things like that, who gets the fish is there fish and a dog to share? And you, it it also has, you know, speaks to what kind of marriage that you have. So I was married in community of property. The horror of community of property is that when you marry in community of property, you are basically saying, what is yours is ours. What is mine is ours. The good and the bad. Mm -hmm. Your debt is our debt. My debt is our debt. If one party is irresponsible, you both pay for it. Um, and, And one of the most scary things that I discovered, and thankfully this did not happen to me, was that if your partner has a dependent and you're married in community of property and for whatever reason your partner can no longer support that dependent, that dependent can come to you and sue you for maintenance and it doesn't matter the nature of the dependent it could be a child born out of uh an affair i just thought as a woman i would be maintaining a mistress's child and the law permits for that it is just wrong on so many levels but then i realized the law is not emotional the law does not have emotions and the law is very rigid it's it's very black and white and the the law is not human you know and i thought that puts a lot of us at a disadvantage, especially as and, women. And, and
1: all of these issues that you, you point out, um, you hadn't sort of, you didn't know them prior? I didn't know,
0: I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Firstly, I think also because when and, I... And,
1: and perhaps more pointedly, you didn't know, for example, the difference between in community of property and out of community of property?
0: It was never an option when I got married because yeah. I got married in the church and they didn't give options.
1: Yeah, and the reality is and, and and there's two things that you say that, that really uh, stuck out you, you, you know so when you get married so you know for, for Afropolitans know this because they listen to the law report every single week and they don't miss it but <laughs> but um, the, the the regime is if you go and you get married automatically you you are married in community of property that's the by operation you know the automatic or the default system okay and um so if you want to have another a different regime mm-hmm. you got to have a pre so meaning before marriage uh-huh. pre nuptial contract right so otherwise called an antenuptial contract mm-hmm. an anc or whatever yes. the case might be yeah. but the, the 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 best word for it is and, and and i say this because it sort of explains itself it's pre yeah before the nuptials, nuptials you enter into a contract and that's a contract that excludes community of property yes. and and can be designed in, in a variety of, of ways. So that's an interesting thing. But what I found interesting about what you said about these options that you have to give for why you're getting divorced, yeah, in the olden days, and I don't mean to sound like an old lawyer. I used <laughs> to hate it when all the lawyers did this when I was younger.
0: Yeah,
1: But in the olden days, you, you actually you had to give a good reason why you need to get divorced.
0: Otherwise, they wouldn't grant it. So today it.
1: you can just say, I don't love him anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't love her anymore. Yeah. Well, I've lost all love yeah. and respect. Done. Recons- Nobody will inquire f- further into that. Yes. Before you needed to say, this person has had an extramarital affair. He has pictures to show it. You'd have to go as far as to prove it. Yes. And, and even then, the judge could still say to you, well, yeah, I'm not convinced that you need to get divorced now. So I'm going to let you guys stay together for six months. Come back after six months and go f- see if it works out. Yeah. So there was a lot of options that were designed to avoid the actual, the, you know, the eventual result of getting yes. divorced. Whereas yeah. now it's different and it's different for a good reason, yeah. right? Um, because you shouldn't have to give... An enormously great reason why you want to get divorced—the fact that you want to do it—should be enough because you can judge for yourself. But, but, but an interesting, an interesting thing that and, and your encounter. So now you get these many forms with these many options. Yes. And and what? How then do you then proceed after the tears? After the the? I guess you know. Pff, you you at a point where you're like, oh my god, what do I do? What did you do?
0: I drove home. And I called my friend who's a therapist, mm-hmm. Pa, big shout out to her. And I spoke to her. And, you know, she just spoke me, you know, just to calm me down and things like that. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I made a cup of tea. Rooibos tea always helps. Oh, <laughs> yeah? Now <laughs> yes, you me. Nah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and then after that, I literally started taking it one word at a time. Yeah. I, I didn't. Plaintiff. Play Yes. <laughs> and plaintiff means okay, you're this is the plaintiff yeah. and this is the respondent and this is what it means. This is what minor means. This is what spousal maintenance means. If you're going to apply for it, these are the reasons why. You need to state why you deserve spousal maintenance. You need to I think the most difficult thing was going through doing the the maintenance part of it where one has to prove why you're asking for this. I mean I that. mean the
1: maintenance part is probably the The less contentious part what what I, in my experience, no, 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 I'll, I'll I'll qualify why I say (laughs) that. Please do. Because before you even get to issue of maintenance, Mm -hmm. you need to decide and probably agree or fight over who's going to keep the kids, who's Mm going to have primary residence over the kids. And for many people, that's a very big fight and often quite expensive.
0: It's a very big fight. Thankfully for other people, not not us. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. us. Look, like I said earlier, we are, we're great people. We're great individuals. We're just not great for each other. And we totally um, also love our kids, and yeah. we want what's best for them. So we we don't we build each other up. In, yeah. the, in the eyes of our kids, and we want what's best for them, and because they're still so very young, the girls are still very young. Both of them are under ten, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it, it was best that they stayed with me. And also, the nature of you know his business and his work, yeah. you know, took him away. So they're better. Off all right, with so, that, me. so that was never for, for an you. Issue. It wasn't a for big us fight. For, that was not a you know, fight you said, at all.
1: You said, for example, um, you know, um, it was best that the kids stay with with you with me. And and he could have very well said it's best that they stay with me, and that's that's where the fight comes in because everybody thinks they are they, the, the they're better the, parent. The, well, the better custodial custodian parent. of yeah custodial yeah. parent. So 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 you're lucky, but you wanted to talk to the issue of maintenance and how you had to now navigate that without yes. any kind of help.
0: Yeah, that is the biggest mm. thing, and because that then follows you post. The divorce yeah that stays with you that stays with me now for the rest of my life yeah until the kids are of age and maintenance then ceases to be a major issue and this is where the fun and games began for me sure. <laughs> because firstly you have to convince and i didn't realize this you literally need to convince the judge why you need x amount of money yeah. and you need to uh provide evidence for that uh. so for instance with me um i wanted spousal maintenance I got spousal maintenance, but I had to prove why I deserved it. And so I gave my reasons, you know, things like um, I've been more of the homemaker. So I've put aside, uh, you know, aggressively pursuing financial independence and, 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 and things like that. And it's like
1: funny that. that you had to teach yourself what spousal I maintenance is. I
0: had to research, I had to read the dictionary. About,
1: it's not just about knowing what it means. It's about what are then the, what do you have to show the judge yes. to be able to win? And yeah. that's quite, that's quite a thing, isn't it? For, I watched. For you to,
0: it was crazy. I, I, watched, I watched shows on television. I watched uh, videos online of, you know, uh, people arguing cases and cases on spousal maintenance. Just I ended up having to read case, uh, what do you call them? Precedents or what, you mm-hmm. know, stuff that's happened in the past, you know, mm-hmm. like rulings that have happened in the past. Wow. What do you call that?
1: Precedents. Precedents, yes. Yeah. Or case law. Case law, yes. Yeah. So,
0: you know, so I had to pull a lot of that mm-hmm. and also just... So and, and, and because, you know, law is very fast, what applies in America, for instance, might not necessarily apply in Africa. It does not. It, you know, not oh my oh God. God, hey, see, we lay person, you know. Yeah. And so then, so now having to find, okay, this is what it means in South Africa and this is what it means for South Africa and South Africa is just, we play by a very different set of rules in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I I I literally had to say, okay, I could have been aggressively pursuing this and that and I didn't because we agreed it was better for me to be the homemaker however this is the kind of life that I've become accustomed to and just because a divorce is happening I don't see why I should stop living I mean I was driving a very lovely car I didn't see any reason for me to stop driving that car even even though at that time, I was not in position to be paying for it, mm-hmm. but the person that's been paying for it should pay for it because mm-hmm. I've been raising our kids. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, the. And all of
1: this you did by yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. And, I did, and you I
0: actually I did succeeded. I, I did, I did, you know, so and I, I want to still stay in the same kind of house that I'm, you know, I'm used to my my quality of life shouldn't draw i felt that my quality and, and a lot of people laugh about this mm. but i felt that my quality of life should not go any lower than it was i shouldn't be disadvantaged well not too as low well. yeah well not too think, low. Yeah. Look, there's gonna be change but yeah. i shouldn't be a, i shouldn't be in a place of disadvantage because i'm a woman who ch- who chose to be a homemaker and not you know uh command an economy of my own and things mm, like that mm, I, mm. and that's where I, I i'm really now wanting to advocate for women to just have an economy of their own, regardless of the marital status, I just feel that every woman, if you're driving your Q7, honey, be paying for your Q7 be in a space where you have things and work and projects, and you know that allow you to pay for that. You have, you can afford to pay the bond in the house that you're staying. You know, just be in a, a space.
1: It's a difficult call, though. Is it? It's
0: a very difficult call, but because, I think we're I mean, passive about it. I think generally as women, we're yeah. just, we we've allowed ourselves to. To be passive about, you know, pursuing economic activity and economic freedom,
1: I, and and I like that. I like that you're saying that. But but I think that there's also another point of view, and your point of view is completely correct. I think that there is a greater need for uh, more women to pursue economic and independence. It's, it's important. Yeah but 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 families also have different structures and different decisions that they take mm-hmm. so it might not have been a terrible idea that you focus on the kids mm-hmm. because it might have had a benefit to both the marriage and the kids mm-hmm. and and some of the benefits because it it's also not ideal mm-hmm. to have two corporate dogs
0: yeah. in, a, in
1: a household. But other people make it work, of course, yeah. but it's not ideal to have two corporate dogs. This one comes in at nine, this one comes in at 10, this one is flying to Cuba, this one is flying to Jamaica. And
0: the kids are raised by the nanny, I get that. Yeah, so I yep. think
1: it's, it's, it's a bit of a mix, isn't it? But I think the, 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 that's the beauty then of community of property and that's what it's designed for. Yeah. To say, we're, we're all working towards the same goal. Yeah. So if I'm going to pursue a children or, or, or home-based goal and you pursue an economic goal, mm-hmm. I should be able to to benefit from your economic benefits much the same way you will benefit from having well-raised kids.
0: That That's how it should be. However, yeah. that's not the way it's always... It always plays out. So, for instance, sometimes, yeah, the other party that's, you know, more economically um, independent could foresee things coming mm-hmm. and, you know, suddenly become bankrupt or suddenly... I guess. And, 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 I guess and, and, you could also yeah, become yeah, bankrupt you, you know, together. You could you, be a, a you, couple. <laughs> you, you, yeah, but, you know, suddenly money, money is gone. And, and you know, p- some people see things coming from a mile away yeah. and they start sort of, you know, um, you know liquidating us and things like that. Yeah. And because that, as a woman, that's not your focus and half of these things happen and you're not even aware and the one day you wake up and you go to 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 pay for your shopping or whatever and your card is declined because there are no funds you have no reason you you, you don't even know that there there aren't funds in there anymore or things like that and so now when you know these these uh what's the guy that get that gets appointed to do the sharing of the stuff
1: what's a liquidator a
0: liquidator Mm -hmm. so now the liquidator now comes back to you've given them oh no there's there's a house in cape town there's a house in Jo'burg, there's a house in whatever and we've got we've got we own an island and things like that and he he comes back to you and says well actually not the island was sold five years ago and this you're like what but like the proceeds and everything like where did that go and so for you to now trace that it just becomes such a slurp you're better off just
1: you know. Well, I should say, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Um, if if I, if I had the power, I would bestow on you like some law qualifications for for the effort that you've put in and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and were successful at. Thank you. And, and also thank you for sharing your story with us.
0: Absolute pleasure. I hope it inspires somebody to just reclaim their joy and their life, especially women. I am all for women and yeah. I really hope that somebody draws strength to do you know whatever it is that brings them joy and happiness where marriage is concerned
1: i love that yeah. i want to give you a high five just for saying that Thank i think kia. that should be uh, a podcast uh that's my guest Natando um migeni um um, she um, she she's shared with us her, her story And uh, thank you so much um, After the break We're going to be talking to Sakumuzilanga He also has an interesting story That you must stay tuned for We're back Rewinding. after this
0: Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind Visit kayafm.co.za for more